Sunday poor, we're back. Monday night. Rams Cardinals just went to the half in the desert, tied at 13. Rams showed up to play tonight. Odell showed up to play tonight. Kyler's doing his thing. Uh, let's get rolling. Um, don't have much. Do not have much. I watched Succession and I watched football. Other than that, I got nothing. All right, that sounds good. I think we could do something with that. <laughs> you know, I do. If I do before I go, um, I, uh, I there's a good chance I'll be witnessing history tomorrow night. Uh, as I will be headed to Madison Square Garden to watch the Warriors take on the New York Knicks. And uh, Curry's, I think after tonight, he's one three away from Ray Allen. Oh, the Warriors played tonight? Yeah, they played in Indiana tonight. So unless he gets like a load management day tomorrow, I think uh, I got a chance to see some history. Garden's full of history. Usually yeah. from the opposing team. Yeah, but... not Knicks history. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You know, Mike, Michael Jordan, Kobe, and some Big East tournaments. That's about it. It's been a while since Willis Reed. It's been a long, long time. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just thinking, like when I was a kid in 1993, I went to a Knicks Bulls playoff game, and like an idiot, I was wearing all Bulls gear, and you could imagine the crowd. Like, you also I didn't understand. Like, this is the Knicks finally kind of coming into their own 93s, you know, Riley, Ewing, and the Knicks-Bulls was as big a rivalry as there was at, at the time. And, you know, the Knicks were good, were okay, like, in the 80s leading up to this, but this was a this was different feeling, different team, different feeling. And uh, I, I went in like an idiot with all the Bulls gear on, cheering, like, you know, very loudly for the Bulls. And the, the – Guys around me were threatening my life. Um, one guy said he was going to hang me. Like, shut that kid up or I'll hang him. And the other guy's like, yeah, I'll get the rope. So, hanging up on, <laughs> on an 11-year-old. Um, but, you know, this would get being obnoxious and an opposing team. Now, tomorrow we're going to go. In the first quarter, Curry's going to hit a three. He's going to put him over. And he's going to get like a 10-minute standing ovation. Oh, yeah, for sure. Much different Knicks crowd these days. Well, yeah, they've softened a little bit. They, you know, they tried to get their edge back, but apparently the team stinks again. I, just, I was actually looking at the NBA standings today. I saw they're three games under. Mm. So uh, they'll have something to cheer for tomorrow. Curry, <laughs> yeah, Curry. Curry can hit his two threes. And uh, they could, they, they're stopped the game, you think? I don't. I don't know how big. I don't know how big is the record for most threes. I mean, I don't. To me, it's not like it's a all-time scoring record. I don't even know what other records, like assists, maybe is kind of big, right? Yeah. I don't know what. I don't know what the big, other than points. I don't know what what a big stat is, or what a big important NBA stat is. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I'm going to say they're – I think they're going to stop the game. That's my prediction. Oh, okay. Seems like a waste of time. Yeah, absolutely a waste of time. So when Reggie – who did her, well, did Ray Allen beat Reggie? I don't even know who Ray Allen beat. <sighs> I would guess – yeah, Reggie Miller would be my guess. I'm not great with NBA stats, but uh, that would be my guess. All time, I gotta look it up now. All time three pointers 
I mean, Larry Bird's probably up there, but he didn't play as long as Reggie. Yeah, but uh, also it's like Mark Price. Bet you he's got a few threes. But also different time. Like those guys didn't shoot a ton of threes. All right, so Ray Ray is up there, twenty nine seventy three. Curry, I think, is one behind at this point. Then Reggie is three. Harden is four. Oh, and Kyle uh, Korver is five. Kyle <laughs> Korver. Just to give you an idea of this list. Yeah, that's all you really need to know. Wow, yeah. I'm looking at the list now. It's uh, it's all recent guys. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like I said, even like back then, like a bunch of threes was a fraction. Like what was considered a lot of threes is a fraction of what you get now in like a game. Like the fact that Kemba Walker's 30th on the list doesn't even make sense to me. You don't think you should be on the list, period, or yeah, I wouldn't think, think he should be higher. No, I would think he wouldn't be top thirty at all. Wow, yeah, but again, I mean, that's what he's in the league for. Like, there's no specialists back then. I guess I just haven't watched Kemba Walker play in a while. I never thought he was a three point specialist. I mean, I think I think everybody in the NBA now is kind of has a specialty, right? You kind of have to just shoot yeah. threes, right? There's no there's no place for you if you can't shoot the ball, right? I don't know, like even Carl Anthony Towns jacking up threes now, seven footer. Oh yeah, I mean that was like the big knock on or one of the knocks on Giannis was that he couldn't hit the three, and I was like, well, he's seven, seven six or whatever. Like Sean Bradley couldn't do three either. Right. It said, yeah, Curry's too short. I just saw the, uh, just saw the headline. Well, bottom of the screen. Well, yeah, so I'll be uh, looking forward to that and uh, hoping to make a stop at uh, our old favorite Mustang Harry. has been, been a long time. Who, uh, who got you the tickets, buddy? No, I just got through work. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, well, on the uh, history of a big uh, milestone, or not, I don't know. We'll see how it's treated. How do you remember? Like, I just think the, where were you when Ray Allen broke the record? I have no fucking idea. But I probably wasn't watching, if I had to guess. <laughs> I mean, you could probably find it on YouTube who Ray Allen did it against. Was he a member of the Heat when he did it? Probably. Yeah. And was he a Celtic? Let's see when it even was. Ray Allen passes Reggie Miller. All right, third on the YouTube search list. Uh, he did it as a Celtic, February tenth, two thousand eleven. So it was his last year as a Celtic. I think he went to the Heat. Or no, maybe he had one more year with the Celtics after that, twenty twelve. I know he was on the twenty thirteen Heat. Um. Oh, yeah, Reggie was in the building. It was a TNT game. Is this oh. nationally televised game tomorrow? I don't know. That's a good question. Now, that, if it is, the really conspiracy theorists would be out because he was Curry was a little bit cold for a couple games and then just came up short today. And if tomorrow is on national TV, I got to wonder if – got to wonder who's pulling the strings to get – Yeah, I buy it. 
you buy that they fixed it so you could do it yeah. on national TV? Yeah, for sure. I'm all in on it, yeah. If it's not on national TV, it is now, I'm guessing. Let's see. NBA tomorrow. TNT's two, uh, is that Thursday night usually, TNT? I don't know. TNT, ESPN have a mix. It's Fridays and Tuesdays and Thursdays, I think. So I don't know who's got it, but. All right, let's see. Oh, that's big. If it's Breen, he'll get a nice bang when he hits it. Yeah, he'll give you a bang. Uh, tomorrow's the 14th. For those of you with Comcast, you will not be. Oh, it's TNT. I was just about to say, if you have Comcast, you won't be able to watch <laughs> MSG. Uh, yeah, so it'll be on national television. I assume it'll be – fuck, I'm bad with national broadcast. Who does TNT games? Kevin Harlan? Oh, Harlan, maybe, yeah. I don't know if he does that game or the or – the, Did Marv retire? Marv is retired, yeah. High and Eagle? Uh, it's possible. I don't know. Not sure. Well, it's going to be a big night at the Garden. All the stars will be out. Spike will be there. Ray will be there, I'm sure. Spike will be there, for sure, Whoever, yeah. whoever the TNT announcers are will be there. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll be a big night. So, um, that's it for me, man. I got nothing else going on. Uh, yesterday – Football, um, not really a great day of football. Ended kind of exciting. The 4 o'clock gave you a little bit of excitement at the end with uh, Bills and Tampa, mm-hmm. 80, 700 touchdown. And um, was it the Bengals and Niners, right? That was other 4 o'clock that was ending at the same time. They are going back and forth between those two games. Yeah, they kind of saved the slate. It was um, – so two underdogs covered yesterday. Mm. That's it. And only one underdog won outright. It was the Falcons. Of course it was. So it was all. Of course it was. was. (laughs) You expect the Falcons to zig and they zag. Falcons, the Falcons are a bunch of zigs and zags. (laughs) Yes. Um, The Falcon, I'm sorry, what was I going to say? The, um, yeah, one, one underdog won outright. You had. Seattle, Green Bay, all all the chalky favorites covered. I would have to think. I don't know if uh, I don't know if this has uh, been made public, but Vegas had to get killed yesterday. And I'm not talking about the Raiders, who did literally who did get killed. Yeah, <laughs> literally were murdered yesterday. But I'm talking more the odds makers yesterday had to get killed. All the big favorites won. Which, if you're out in Vegas, if you're a tourist, that's your Titans, Chiefs, Saints, Cowboys. I mean, it was just a bloodbath yesterday. Mm-hmm. Chargers, Broncos, Packers last night had a tough first half. They ended up covering. Uh, that was my biggest regret, not giving the Packers out in the pick. Rodgers against the Bears is automatic, but I, don't know, I got a little gun shy there. Um yeah, I mean, it's not even worth really breaking down the games too much. I, I actually was just looking overall – when I was putting together some notes, I was just looking at the overall uh, playoff picture, mm-hmm. kind of one through seven in each conference. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good – It's a good. Uh, we're like three-quarters of the way through the season now. Every, every, everyone's buy is gone. Ridiculous that teams had buys just week 14. 
Yeah. It was Christmas out, yeah. in two weeks. Yeah. Um, so everyone's all the, you know, no half game behind unless you're like the asshole, you know, Lions or Steelers that tied. Um, but, uh, so it's kind of like a good, like, it's almost like you look at the, I don't know, you start looking at the MLB standings on Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's in the wild card race? Who's got, you know, magic numbers? We are in the Labor Day of football, yeah. We are in the Labor Day of football for sure. Uh, this game going on right now is a big swing game. Yeah, for sure. I was just seeing that they were talking right before we came on. Arizona, if they win, obviously they remain the one seed. They have a game lead on Tampa and, uh, and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If they lose – they fall back to the three seed. I think Green Bay would take the one. The Rams kind of feel like the Bills of the NFC. Better record. Bro, but. exactly. Yes. Identical. They, this is a mojo game for the Rams. Yesterday for the Bills, it was kind of a mojo game. Like they looked dead and they got their mojo back and then they blew it at the end. This is a mojo. The Rams need to like show you something. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um We've talked about the Rams being soft for weeks. Now this second half that's just started now really will show you something if they if they have what it takes to uh, to compete or if they're just going to be a, a good-looking team on paper that doesn't have the right formula, the right quarterback uh, again, or uh, just, just don't have the whatever the it factor is to, to compete. This is a, yeah, a big showing for them here in the second half as yeah. they're out of a 13. Standings-wise, I don't think this is going to make that big of a difference for the Rams because I think the Rams are ultimately going to be that five seed. I don't think they're going to be able to catch Arizona even with a, uh, with a win here right, just because right. the Rams have already lost a game in the division to the Niners. Cardinals have, like, the Lions coming up. It's just – I think it's going to be tough for them. I think this is more of just a uh, – you know, yeah. when, like when you're a great shooter and you're in a slump, you got to just see one go through the hoop. The Rams right. got to yeah. see one go through the hoop here. Like the, Ra- the, know, Rams, the, the Rams, to go back to the Bills thing, the Rams will be fine. The Bills are like, they need to win. Like, like they're, they're in a perilous situation right now. But, right. The, the Rams have the advantage of um, like the Washington football team and Atlanta Falcons nipping at their heels. Like there's, there are no th- the Rams. I feel like could lose four out of five here, and they'd be the six seed. Right. <laughs> you know, they're in no danger. Bills are in a little bit of a tricky situation now. Did you see Josh Allen? Foot sprain. Oh, really? I did not see that. Possible. It's still early in the week. It's it's. Oh, you you know, they have yards. They, their lead running back. Yeah. He was like the second. He was like the second running back. It's like the leading running back. In fantasy yesterday or something. Right. I think the Patriots broke them. They were they were so mad the Patriots ran the ball, you know, however many times last week that Bills came out and did not hand the ball off to a running back until the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Which is is that is that like I don't know who the GM is of the Bills, but is that just like gross negligence build, building a team that plays in Buffalo and not having a running game? Uh, you know, I think about that as a Giants fan a lot because like everybody's always looking for the next quarterback, and obviously Eli and like Phil Sims are the best quarterbacks in team's history, and neither of them are flashy guys. No, they're neither big arm guys. But um, Frank Frank Gifford also. Thank you. Sorry, yeah, all due respect to Frank Gifford. Yeah, I totally forgot. Frank Frank Tarkenton. Um, 
going back a little bit, but uh, but like yeah, that's like essential when you play in cold weather to do that. But I wonder if like teams get caught up in the new wave of the game and just they see like big arms, you know, um, and other places being successful, and they feel like they need to create like a high flying, high scoring team. Like I don't know if the region matters anymore when these teams do it. But you're right though, like that should be an essential part of a Bills team. Is 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 it gross negligence? Um maybe. But I mean those guys, I guess we probably had higher hopes for those guys too. I mean Moss and Singletary, I think we had better um Yeah, Moss was guys. I'm not sure when Moss was drafted. I feel like he was a third rounder maybe. So yeah, I think they anticipated him. Oh, you're way ahead of me again. What are you watching on, man? Are you watching on uh, AOL.com? What's going on? Man? Fucking Comcast, man. Take away MSG. I'm on 15-second com- delay. I'm watching Comcast. Well, I don't know. Van Jefferson just fucking scored yeah. over there. <laughs> wow, jeez. <laughs> Is it the second quarter over there or the third quarter? <laughs> Matt Prater's lining up for the field goal. Three seconds left in the second quarter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a dime. Oh, I saw a damning stat about Matt Stafford. I think it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. So when Matt Stafford goes up against a team that is five or more games over 500, so Cardinals 10 and 2 would fit in there. Right. I think I saw it was definitely Owen something. I think it was Owen 17. Wow. And it may, I mean, he's a, he was a lion. We have to remember that these stats are going to, when you're a Detroit lion, there's going to be some hideous stats that follow you around. So that should be taken into account, but that's a wild stat. That's, that's, uh, Owen 17. That's ugly. Had the chance to put a one in it tonight. We'll see. Yeah. And drop that was a, like that. Uh, yeah, that was nice. That was pretty. Yeah. Yep. Van Jefferson. Um, so yeah, like you said, the, the Rams I think would probably stay the five seed even with a win here. I'm, I'm still. I'm, I'm going to say it every week. I think it's going to be Dallas and the Rams in that four-five matchup. Yeah, I'm ready what? for that game Saturday night. Rams Dallas. What was the other possibility I'd heard uh, Dallas would play? Um, the Niners, I guess. Yeah, you want to play You want play the Rams. You'd rather play the Rams than the Niners? Yeah, because everything we've been saying about the Rams, just the soft team, quarterback has never done anything. Um, we don't know how much we can trust them. We love them. Well, I do. I like Stafford, but you don't know how much you can trust them. Um, going someplace he's never been before. So be... I strangely, if I'm the Cowboys, I strangely would rather play San Fran. Why is that? I think the way the Cowboys defense has played this year, and we saw it yesterday, they were awesome. You know, Taylor Heineke, okay. I'm sure that factors into how well they played. But with like that new look Cowboys defense, it looks really good. Yeah. I feel like yeah. Garoppolo could be a candidate for like a four oh, he wanted to, He wanted to give that game away yesterday, man. He played well. The regulation, yeah. He was – yeah, you could tell like yeah, there was uh, – there's one drop pick, right? At least – he just – he was looking to 
And then Kittle saved his bacon on that other pass. Like yeah, Kittle's catch. ridiculous. And yeah. Catches that guy. And you just throw it up to him in his vicinity. Um, yeah, I like, I like the Niners, but they're just fucking inconsistent. I mean, they'll be a playoff team. They're, they're probably the sixth team, right, in the, in the conference? Is that what it is? I don't know. I mean, I mean, well, they're the sixth seed right now, but I'm saying like, oh. if you were to – if you were to have a draft, like, uh, you know, <laughs> a team that you could have going into the playoffs, they'd be the sixth team you'd want. It, they'd be the sixth team taken off the board. Overall? Or yeah, in, NFC. NFC, yeah. I get, yeah, no, I don't know. That's out of the, out of the look. I'm not going to do it. It'd be the Niners. All right. <laughs> you can just say it for me. They'll be the Niners. It would be, it would be the Niners, trust me. you take the Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams. All right. Before okay. that, uh, do you want to do you want to take a stab at who the seventh seed currently is? <laughs> um, well, I'm looking at it, so it's the Washington, uh, Washington football, football team. team, yeah, with Minnesota, Philly, Atlanta, and New Orleans all nipping at their heels. Which is why you see that this game technically isn't that important for the Rams standings wise, <laughs> yeah. but. Yeah, it's more of just a mental uh, thing for the Rams. The so below them, yeah, for sure. So Washington's a seven seed right now. I have, I had, see, I had this whole thing planned in my head, and I was going to make a case for who I think is going to be the seven seed, mm-hmm. and it was oh, derailed man. by information I got. It was, I was derailed by, oh. Man, yes, I'm just waiting for your reaction. <laughs> it was just, there was just a pick on screen, on screen, on in the game. And as soon as I reacted, I, re- I just, I didn't mean to react. I'm, after the touchdown, I meant to like hold my reactions, but I, that pick uh, garnered a reaction. And then I just waiting a minute and a half for you to catch up. Nice play by number fifty-four, Floyd. Wait, did he pick him off already? Or is that Didn't, somebody else? I, I, was no, I think it was number 50. You Whatever. Um, so I was, I was going to make a case for the Eagles as being the seventh seed. Then I found out they're going back to Hurts, and I don't know if I agree with that. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I think Minshew, you could – Is he on a short leash? Or is he just – they're just there He has to be has to be on a short leash. And I know you got to be careful because Minshew, you know, he, he was a, he's a, you know, he's he was cast guy. away. Yeah, he was cast away from the Jaguars. He, you know, the one game that everyone's going nuts about was against the Jets, who, I mean, Taysom Hill looked just fine against the Jets. Actually, like, everyone looks good against the Jets. Yeah. That's just, you know, it's another bye week practically. But I just, you know, Hurts has been so inconsistent in Jekyll and Hyde. I feel like I would run it back with Minshew. I, my stance would be this if I was the Eagles coach, Sirianni. Like, it's not a great situation because you don't know who the quarterback is. You, you probably don't really have one. I'm mm-hmm. just – everyone, all hands on deck. We're starting it with Minshew. If he sucks, be ready to go, Hurts. You know, if Hurts sucks, Minshew's ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. I know, like, that's a, you know, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. But, I mean, that's pro- they probably have closer to zero quarterbacks than two. So, you got to kind of get creative. There's a little bit too much of that in this league where quarterbacks who don't who haven't earned that kind of cachet. Like it's not like Aaron. It's not like 
Jordan Love had like a great game. He didn't have a great game, but like if Jordan Love went out there and was 25 for 29, 320 yards and three touchdowns, Aaron Rodgers is starting the next game, right? Like no doubt about it. Yes. But but like there's no reason for Jalen Hurts to have that same kind of cachet in Philadelphia. Isn't there anything really? So if the, if you're if you're winning, that's no. all that matters. And you're, look, you're a quarterback. You're you're this team's quarterback of the future. But I'm the coach now. You know, if I don't win this year, I could be gone. I got to do what I, I got to do everything I can to win. I know he's got to kind of appease the uh, team's leaders and stuff, team management and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's got to he's got to win. I mean, if you don't win, that's you're on the fucking streak. And now is not the time where oh we have to evaluate talent and see what we have with Hurts. You are you're in a playoff race, so if Minshew you feel like Minshew gives you the best chance to win, which I would lean towards Minshew right now, just because he's the last thing I saw the Eagles do was have play Minshew. I, I think I just got to ride it, and I'm telling you, and it's not just Minshew. I was looking at their schedule. Mm-hmm. I I think we're getting another NFC East team in. Oh, Philly and Washington, both six and seven. Mm-hmm. It's all division games left. Okay, right. So, so gonna, somebody's got to, somebody's got to win those games. I mean, listen to Philly's schedule here. I, I know you get in trouble doing this, Mike and the Mad Dog. That's a win. That's a love. <laughs> I know. I know you get in trouble with this, but listen to Philly's schedule: home Washington, home Giants, at Washington. And then home Dallas week eighteen. Dallas is not going to need that game. That's going to they're going to have the division all wrapped up. Uh oh. I don't know what fumble? I don't know. I don't know what that was. Jesus, Stafford coming in to cover his own fumble. Yeah, I'm ahead of you. I didn't see the exact. Oh, so it might not be like forward motion. Is that why he had to recover it? Very close to being. I don't even know how to describe that one. How does the radio announcer do that play? You know, I know what oh, the end in, in the post show. Stafford has he throws. Ball pops up. It's a jump ball. Nobody's there. Stafford <laughs> comes in, slides, and recovers his own fumble. <laughs> That's pretty good considering we had three minutes to figure it out. But how do you call it live? <laughs> That's like insane. Oh, it would have been a huge clusterfuck. Oh, yeah. Like, can you imagine John Sterling calling that? Oh, I forget uh, it. Uh, he could barely call, oh, call a ground ball to short. <laughs> A 6-3 six, a put-out. Yeah, we don't have a monitor up here. <laughs> it's calm, that'd be amazing. <laughs> um, all right, so <laughs> NFC has some explaining to do if the if we get two NFC East teams in. That's, that's morbidly obese in the parlance of family guy. Yes. Morbidly obese. Oh, and another case for Philly. They have tiebreakers over the Falcons and Saints. They have, they've beat them head-to-head. So it's all right in front of them for Philly. But now that they're going back to Hurts, I'm like, hmm. Are they kind of ruining the uh, – what's the word? I'm looking, I don't want to use the word mojo again, but are they kind of – Momentum. Yeah, they're kind of like putting a halt to any momentum that they may have had. I can, never, see, yeah, never, I can see a case where Hurts gets pulled on Sunday. Yeah, you never know. You never know how, you know how those things work out. The team might really like be behind Hurts. They might just. They might be. It's really a luck, lucky thing. Oh, I get, I guarantee you, who isn't behind Hurts and who's behind Minshew are the fans. Guaranteed. Yeah. Oh yeah, they'll turn on Hurts quick. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, they're going. They're it's a home game. So yeah, it's a home game against Washington Sunday. They are going to turn on Hurts real quick. Yeah, look he better him. he better put it in the end zone that first drive. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Jeez, that is all I'm saying. Sneak that in. And, oh man, I'm sorry. I got I'll stop for <laughs> by the fourth quarter. I'll stop. Cooper Cup. <laughs> All right, Rams have uh, they take? I think it's official. They've taken control of the game. Yeah, they are in the driver's seat for sure. They've taken control. Cooper Cup's a beast. Has Cooper Cup been the MVP of fantasy football? Uh, probably, yeah. Because I, I don't know who else it would have been, but uh... drafted him on both my teams last year, a year too early. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like Henry Guy comes back like, this year, he's all world. Like Henry probably would have been, but he got hurt, so he he's yeah, and out. Kamara too, but he missed a month. Yeah, like he came yeah. back, he was awesome yesterday. So probably one of those two guys. But Cup has been week in week out. I feel like the best guy. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, he almost he finds him every game. It's amazing, which means which which means he'll go cold in the next three weeks during the playoffs in fantasy football. Good. I hope he does. <laughs> hey, they eat breakfast together. Don't don't sell your it's the most important meal of the day. Cup and staff. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, making connections. That last eggs. Yep. Uh yeah, so that's my case for Philly. And San Fran's gonna get in because they have Atlanta and Houston coming up home games. So with with the NFC, it's gonna be about seeding and the seventh seed will be exciting until you realize they're going to get massacred probably wildcard weekend. They're going to be like a 10 point underdog to green Bay or Tampa. And it'll, get be fu- crushed. it'll be fun getting there. Yeah. Right. Enjoy the journey. Not so much the destination. The, <laughs> right. desti- the destination is going to be an ass kicking. Exactly. Um, uh, are we, um, are we apologizing to Kansas City? I'm no, because I never got on. Well, I, I did have the Raiders. I'll apologize for that. For the Raiders, <laughs> that was a pick. Uh, but I never, I never jumped off the uh, Kansas City bandwagon. Oh, okay. Well, I then. all I said was that they are no longer a super team now. They're just kind of like one of the teams now, which yeah. I stand by. And I will say this: Thursday night. Chargers have a chance to take that division. Yeah. They yeah. play each other Thursday. They Chargers win that game. They'll have the same record as KC and uh, two wins against them. And if you look at the Chargers schedule, Houston, they got Denver on there, Vegas. Like it's, I know it's the Chargers, and I don't fully trust the Chargers. They kind of just you know took care of this yesterday. It's not something – you get point – the Chargers were in a no-win spot yesterday. It's like if you struggle with the Giants, you're going to get crushed. If you win by 50, which they basically did, except, you know, some late touchdown at the time, end, yeah. you're not going to – no one's going to give you credit for being Mike Clement. Like it, you know, so I give him credit <laughs> for taking care of business. But right. I, think that, I think that game is going to be for the division Thursday. Well, Kansas City hasn't lost in two months. At this point, right? They may have lost them forever. Yeah, it's been uh, – it started – I think it started with that Giants game Monday night. Of course. And now they're – but that, that, but now they're kind of getting into their stride, it seems like, which is scary. If the offense is clicking 
and the defense is playing a little bit better. Uh, I mean, the, the Raiders were really just awful yesterday. So you, it, yeah. when a team's that bad, it's hard to evaluate. Um, but has has dancing on a team's logo pregame ever worked? <laughs> that that's always. You see that happening before a game that the other team goes out. And just I mean, how by dumb? 50. How dumb are the Raiders? Like, they haven't done anything. <laughs> you know what they did last year when they beat them in Arrowhead? Oh yeah, they drove the bus around. Yeah, they drove the buses. Like, yeah, I guess at the at the end of the game yesterday, the loudspeaker was playing the wheels and the bus go around and around. Yeah, that's – I mean, the Raiders – not the team you want to rile up in the Chiefs, man. Chiefs, no, no, you got to go in there with a low profile. Yeah, Jeez. you got to beat them in the playoffs to start celebrating. I mean, take it easy, guys. You see them twice a year, for Christ's sake. Yeah, not smart. And that never, that, that never works out. And, and one thing, too, memo to Josh Jacobs, if you – if your, your team is going to dance in the logo, don't fumble the first play of the game yeah. for a touchdown. I mean, I, I could have shut that game off right then and there. And I don't know, is, like, is the Chiefs' defense back? Are they are they just they go from well, being the worst defense ever to now a top five defense? I well, don't know how to evaluate that. Why not? Well, yesterday, I forget the guy's name, but a member of the team, had, he lost his brother. His brother died during the week, I think like in some accident. Chiefs? Uh, yeah, the Chiefs defensive player. And I guess the, the defense kind of, I don't know, took it up a notch. Uh, Honey Badger had a great game. The guy who, the guy who replaced, the guy, the, I apologize for not knowing any of these people's names, but uh, the guy who replaced the guy who lost his brother like had, a, had an amazing game apparently. Um, so it was just uh, it was a wrong – Wrong week for the Las Vegas Raiders to, to rile up a team that was already emotionally kind of jacked up, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah for sure. Right. And you don't know. They, they, you ride the, that emotion for as long as you can or just want to, you know, to kind of honor your buddy and his family and stuff. But um, I hate to put it into, like, football terms, but that, that definitely does happen, right? I mean, it definitely does uh, affect the team on the field, even, even though it's real life type thing, you know? Yeah, no, no, it definitely did. Um, so, yeah, so I think Thursday's going to be for the division. I think the winner of that game wins the division. Uh, yeah, to me, it's a, it's a big Thursday night game, man. I don't know if we do, – do we like having a Thursday night game that's that important? Uh, I – when I'm a neutral observer, fuck it. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I've, I've always said that. Uh, it dis- it never made sense to me to have big division games on a Thursday, like the most important games of the season. Yeah, I feel like you got to have, you know, like Bengals Niners yesterday. That would have been a good Thursday game. It's two good teams, but you know, intra conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, whatever, they're used to it by now, I guess. And yeah. I already saw the, the Chargers left tackle Slater, mm-hmm. who I'm not going to pretend to know how good he is, uh, besides the fact that they were trying to make a big deal of it on Twitter. He's on the COVID list, so I think he's out for uh, Thursday. Uh, I thought I, – I was going to ask you where you got the information from. I thought you had like a Google alert that was just for any left tackle. 
news. Like you got the email. You're going to say for any COVID thing, my phone would be fucking blowing up. Oh, no, geez. That's, good, good luck that's, in the fantasy playoffs, everybody. It's going to be whoever's team isn't uh, quarantining that's yeah. for 10 days. That's the only way. I mean, you just hope, like, the, my team, uh, Dolphins, they just put three running backs, all three of our running backs. are. That's we're playing nice. the Jets this week, but still, I mean – Hey, well, no, that's, that's how the Jets had one of their wins this year was uh, when Tennessee had a bunch of guys on the COVID list, right? Oh. I don't know if it was, know if it was I don't know if it was COVID. It might have been injuries. I think it was when A.J. Brown and Julio were out. I think it was – I can't remember. They didn't play. They were missing their two top receivers. That's all I remember. Yeah. yeah. I not not to not to scare you or anything. They, it is still the Jets and Zach Wilson is playing some of the worst football. Talk I talk about guys who shouldn't be starting. I mean that guy is awful. Do they go back to? Mike I don't White? think so. I, I think Salah is like invested in him. I think he's well, Wilson. Well, Wilson had it. Well, Wilson had two things go uh, his way. One was. White had that horrible game against the Bills, right? Plus the injury, mm-hmm. plus COVID. Flacco and White got COVID, right? Did Flacco and White get COVID? Is that right? I don't remember. That. Well, I don't know. Who knows? They were on the COVID list. When I say COVID, I'm not a doctor. They were on the COVID list. Close, you know. I'm not going to pretend like, oh yeah, he had 102 feet. Where he's on the COVID list. We'll put that. Dis- we'll put that disclaimer up on the that we are not doctors. No, not doctors. Anything should be taken very very lightly. <laughs> <laughs> I have I gotta ask you something. I have a the switch subject real quickly here. Sure. You know have you do you know these stink bugs? Have you seen these stink bugs? These flat, nasty little beetle looking things? No, I'll Google them though. They're like this flat, they they look like a beetle, but not they're not a beetle, like not as fat as a beetle because they're thin. Like Ew, stink bugs, fucking gross. Yeah, and I guess they uh I never they actually, stink, literally. I, the story is that they let well, they, they're like they feel scared, they'll set something off, but I've killed a hundred of them. I've never smelled anything, so maybe I'm just a great assassin. Yeah, you're like you know, quick draw. Before they can, before they can get it out of their holster, you're yeah already killing them. And the thing is, I know like you have to these things. You can't like just pinch with the tissue, throw them out. They'll live. You got to like feel them get crushed between your fingers. Anyway, I got one like flying around right now, and I don't know how to get rid of them. But they've been, they've been in my ever since the winter. They've been in my house. Uh, they are native to China. Yeah, they came over in the fucking nineties. I did the reading lot. about it. Yeah, they came over in the nineties. These things weren't even here. Uh, yeah, do you know the first town in, in America they were found? No, where? Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, fucking pieces of shit. Of course think, it's Allentown. I've seen a couple of these. I've been to Allentown. I've seen a couple of these things more than to humans, I think. Yeah, yeah I've seen a couple of them eating uh, <laughs> at the counter at the local diner. <laughs> wow, first time hearing about these stink bugs. One more thing I got to worry about. Uh, they've recently become established in Europe and South America. They're migrating. Unbelievable. Oh, what a play. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. That was it AJ Green? 
Nope. No, you'll see. Circled the wrong guy. Oh. There you go. It was like a fumble. Oh, incomplete. Cardinals are all out of source. Now, let's, what's the narrative going to be written about the Cardinals tomorrow? Cardinals not ready for prime time. Two of their losses have come oh. we'll get to the Packers and to the Rams. Let's see. Oh, that's no, not a catch. No, it bounced. Um, right. Yeah, so I, I have no idea I get rid of these fucking things. Uh, there's, they're, they're, they're just here because it's warm in here. I, will, I wonder if uh, – do you like w- – w- would an ant trap work on a stink bug? I have no idea. You ever – you know what those little ant traps look like? No, nah, I don't think I do. It's almost like an igloo. It's like four different entrances they could walk into. I've had to set them up. They're easy. I had an ant problem. I think I talked about it on the show. I've had ant problems. I'll give it a shot. I'll give anything a shot. Well, no, I won't because like the the solutions for this shit was like like put a glass, put a warm water underneath a light or something. They'll be attracted to the warmth and the light, and then they'll drown. What? I got why am I? I'm not going home alone on these motherfuckers. Like, maybe I'll just put a. Yeah, I'll put get a, like a fly swatter before I do all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are just—they're gross. They don't do anything. They're just fucking gross. The smell has been characterized as a pungent odor that smells like coriander. What's coriander smell like? I don't know. What is coriander? What I thought coriander was a good smell. Yeah, those are like a spice. Yeah, it's an herb. It's known as uh, Chinese parsley. <laughs> <laughs> or cilantro. That can't be that bad if that's what they're letting off. There's people who just who hate cilantro for some reason. I've never seen the sort of distaste for a spice but some people just absolutely despise cilantro it's crazy i don't understand that why what is what is what has cilantro ever done i don't know i I there's spices i don't necessarily like but i don't like i'm not gonna oh i have one spice that i kind of uh despise uh well i'll just say it ginger yeah you know do you do you go on like rampages about it though no, just we you know what I don't like. I'll eat like a gingerbread man this time of year. Yeah, I'll eat a little ginger. I don't like the ginger with uh, sushi. Yeah, no, no, gingerbread and the ginger with sushi are two completely different flavors. All right, yeah. so it's not so much the spice I don't like; it's the, uh, the concentration of it. The, yes, I don't like yeah. looking at it. I don't like my wasabi <laughs> even in the same plate as it. <laughs> <laughs> Do not like ginger. Other than that, I cannot think of a spice that I really don't like. It seems like an odd thing to hold a grudge against. Yeah, no, people are crazy. People just like to get fired up about something. But I mean, maybe it reminds me of stink bugs. That could, maybe. (laughs) I guess that I can understand. (laughs) Oh, Uh, yeah. And I've yet yet to smell. I've I've yet to smell one though. Well, be careful. So you're finding these things all over the house? It's like one a day I'll find. Or my wife will find. 
One a day. One How a day. did you know it was a stink bug? Did you take a picture of it and do like a Google? I've I've seen them before. I've seen them before. Allentown, Pennsylvania, September '98. <laughs> I just haven't seen them at this level. Man, this is how like this is how the movies start. I'd be careful. Oh, you think it's I'm um, being taken over? I don't know. Like, what was that movie? Eight Legged Freaks or whatever? <laughs> what was that? Movie? I don't know. I don't know that. I've heard of it, but I've not know nothing about it. Uh, I'm I'm blowing the name of the movie. I've never even seen the movie, but I just know it. Something legged. Uh, I don't know how many legs a stink bug has. <laughs> Eight legged freaks. That's I had it. 2002 film. It's a sci-fi sci-fi. Scarlett Johansson's in it. David Arquette. Oh, oh so it's the cast. All right. It's a 2002 monster comedy. This is not the movie I was thinking of at all, but. Well, maybe it's the maybe it's Eight-Legged Freaks, uh, the remake, which is an edgier, scarier version of it. Yeah, I hope not. Bother me that I can't think of the, the whatever. But I got I know where this guy landed, and they usually don't move a lot. So, like, I'm just when I the when plot just, follows a colony of spiders that is exposed that are exposed. Come on, Wikipedia. To toxic waste, causing them to mutate into gigantic, monstrous creatures and attack a small American mining town. Could be what you have on your hands. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Um, all right. We got anything else on the football side of things now that we got off the stink bugs? I got that stink um, bug. Let's see. We talked about oh, Buffalo. You, you you need to elaborate for me on something because I mean I know why, but uh, you know usually we're good for a couple of texts on a Sunday. Only one text yesterday. Yeah. Was that Urban Meyer should be fired? He needs to be fired. I, think he's got a text. <laughs> I don't know. Like I I don't know what you saw. Like what Spurge? I mean I know what happened during the game. I don't know what happened after the game. Handshake, press conference. I know everything, and uh, the rumors that are going around. But uh, what what was it that made you want to send me to send that text? I don't remember. I was drinking yesterday, and I was doing a little white Russians. Mm. Probably had a few, two or two or three white Russians. Switched to wine. I was stuffing my face. I was just uh, – I don't remember what exactly set me off. Probably the fact that they didn't score a point. That was probably part of what went into that text. Um, he just looks, I hate Urban Meyer for the record. So it is a little personal. I just don't like his face. Um, I feel like he's a college coach. Like you should have stayed in college. Like you can't just recruit the best players. That's not how it works in the NFL. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not going to work out. You have Trevor Lawrence, who I don't know how much blame we could put on Urban Meyer, but four interceptions yesterday, he's thrown, I think nine touchdowns in the season. It just doesn't make any sense. And I thought Trevor Lawrence was as can't miss a guy as we'd seen in the draft in a while, but has not progressed under uh, under the coach. Um, I just don't like him. And, I, and you know, he's calling <laughs> out guys. He's, call, he's calling out, like, assistant coaches, challenging them on their resumes and shit. It's like, what have that's you done? Awful. Yeah, that's awful, yeah. Yeah, what's your resume, bro? <laughs> 
And I feel like he's one of those guys who will fake like health conditions to get out of shit, like a la Coach K. <laughs> he's always I, – I don't know. He sticks. They need a coach, basically, is what it comes down to. I just don't get his whole fucking flippant attitude. Like, you're a rookie coach in the league, man. Like, you got to kind of earn it and go through your lumps. And he's acting like – I mean, he just seems like his shit don't stink. Like, he, like that's how he acts. Yeah. And it, uh, you, you, you know, that's what happens, man. You come from when you come from college. You're the, the you're the guy in college. Saban is the guy in Alabama. Yeah. There's no bigger person than Nick Saban in Alabama, and that's what Meyer is used to. That's not really how it works in the NFL. Like, yeah, there's Belichick, I guess, in New England, but even Belichick had to kind of, to an extent, live in Brady's shadow a little bit because Brady's the one winning the MVPs and all that. Yeah. Like it's not about you at this level. And I just think that um, – I just think he has, he has the wrong mindset for the NFL. He's it's, just not – It's fucking embarrassing. The fact, I mean, it was like week four and talking about firing the guy. It's really – get a little bit of control of yourself. Get a little control of your team and, like, just, like, ease your way into it. You took over the Jaguars who won one – they win a game last year? They won one game last year? One and fifteen, they won the opening opening. Uh, yeah, they won. They won. won one fucking game last year. Um, like you're not going to turn the team around in a season. It's going to take some time. I don't know what the guy fucking expected coming into the league. Like this, thought Trevor Lawrence was going to make the difference. Like he had the number one pick, he had his guy, and that was going to. He does. He does need to be fired because he just he's just not made for this league. No, nah, he needs to go. They need to. They need to bring in a. Uh, you know, so you know, you know the model nowadays: a young, innovative, uh, progressive, offensive mind to bring in for Lawrence. It's not going to be right, easy. Right. We're dealing with the Jaguars here. You know, I expected more, I, and I don't know. I guess you can't blame the whole thing on Meyer, but Lawrence has been terrible, and uh, well, you know, you, I, you, I, you, I don't think anybody expected them to be a playoff team. But two and eleven, you need a couple more wins. Jeez. No, you can't blame it all on Meyer, but you, I mean, he's obviously. Not helping the situation at all. Right. It starts, you know, it starts with him. It's it's he's staring the ship and it's uh it's not good. It is not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, what else? The, the only other thing I was gonna mention was we we touched on the Bills, but uh the AFC North, who's winning that division? That's gonna be the four seed in the AFC, it looks like. Who comes out of that alive? Mm, see where we're at. Lamar's ankle, we don't know. Oh boy. Well, we agree. Wait a sec. But wait a second. We don't we kind of like uh what's his name? Hunley. Uh I was confused when he was there. I thought it was the kid Hunley that used to back up Rogers. Then you saw him complete a pass. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, the their Hunley's not too bad. Or is it Huntley? Huntley? Hunt, Huntley, Huntley, yeah. That was the – then that the Ravens were actually the other underdog that covered yesterday, miraculously. Yeah. Because um, that game was – I mean, the Browns beat them pretty good in that game. The Ravens were able to, you know, backdoor cover them at the end. Um, I uh, – I'm going back and forth. I think I would probably still stick – with Baltimore, but I don't know. 
week to week. Green Bay this week. Since it's Baltimore, Cincy. I'm I'm not buying Pittsburgh. And the Browns have probably the easiest of the schedules. Browns have the Raiders on Saturday this week, but I don't know. It's just it's just one of those ones where I have to see a play. I think I would lean towards Baltimore just because they have a game lead right now. Yeah, that's all. That's all. I mean, it kind of again it depends on Lamar, but uh, yeah, it's hard to make that decision with uh, with not knowing what Lamar's deal is. I mean, sprained ankle is usually a week or two injury, especially for a guy who uses his legs like that. Who knows? Like, you shoot that shit up with some. Yeah, but still, like, you, you know, he's got to, if you come back, you got to nurse it a little bit. You can't be your full self and you got to play in the pocket a little more. And we know his limitations in the pocket. Yeah. Um, that, that could be debil- debilitating for them. Uh, and we don't, you can't really trust any of those teams. <laughs> None of them. No, and they're all going to beat up each other down the stretch, which is why they're yeah. it's going to be the four seed. Right now, it'd be Ravens Chargers in that four five matchup. Um, so yeah, it's a little NFL check in. Yeah, it basically covers what uh, we saw yesterday. Again, not great games, but we are in the home. We're official. It's the home stretch now. We're turning the corner. Yeah, the holidays are here, and it's amazing how, like, you know, you're so invested in football all these weeks, and then it's a mad dash at the end through the holidays, and the holidays are so fucking busy. Sometimes you're just kind of a whirlwind. And yeah. You can't always lock into these games that are maybe the most important games of the season, unless you're, like, a Giants fan. Those, The idea of an important football game is, uh, I mean, it's a fantasy we just can't have. But – um uh, but yeah, I mean, here we are. It's uh, it comes down to the next few weeks. Fantasy playoffs are here as well next week, I think. And uh, yeah, this is uh, there's no rush. Let's not rush through it, though. We got you know. Nah. Let's let's enjoy. We're two two months to the day. I think two months exactly away from Super Bowl. Yes. So day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. Two months. Yep. It's late this year. Uh, and it feels like a long, it feels long in the season, even though it's one week. I think because it's going into January. Yeah. That's really, when you look at the schedule after Christmas, it's weird that there's so many games after Christmas. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Arizona have a comeback in them here tonight. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't love what I've seen out of Arizona tonight. I don't love what I've seen out of Kyler tonight. Yeah, been very shaky. This is like the Arizona I expected a year, weeks ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, do you want to go right into succession? I didn't watch Curb last night. Do you want to go right into succession? Sure. Right on, and right on cue. Um, the – Cardinals are driving. Shit. I was supposed to fix that by the fourth. <laughs> Not at all. AJ Green. Not at all fixed it. 
kind of looks like he's limping a little bit. Um, did you you saw last week's curb? I did. Yeah, the one with uh, Richard Lewis. I saw. Yeah, it was nice to have nice to have Richard Lewis back in the mix, and nice to have Ted Danson. Yes, back playing yeah. Uncle Mo. That episode, real quick, spoke to me a little bit. Number one, when he was canvassing. Yes, with Irma. Yeah, the uh, you know you know a lot of people gave Larry shit about not voting for le- leaving the line. Right, but think about how many votes he got with his false campaign promises. That's true. He the was Happy doing the New work. Year, the, he was uh, doing the work. Eliminating the handshake, which. I mean, listen, I don't mind a handshake, but I wouldn't mind eliminating all human contact. <laughs> um, so it was that, the Happy New Year, and there was one more that he had. No more kids in restaurants. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. That's <laughs> not a bad one. Sure, it should, be de- it should be determined on the restaurant. Of course. In, yeah. like, the time. Um, oh, the cancel out. So I've been on this for a while with people. And I've, I've, you don't hear it often, but I have heard once in a while, like uh, spouses or significant others mm-hmm. who maybe vote against each other, right, 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 in elections. Yep. And I've, and I've always said, if you can't uh, settle on one candidate, just stay home. Why would you go wait in line for an hour to cancel each other out? I've I been agree, on yeah. that for years. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. It's too much sense. Imagine the ego, not the, not ego. That's not the word I'm looking for. Um, is it spite? Is it pride? What's the word I'm looking for that you would stand in line next to each other? Or maybe not even, maybe you go separately like assholes too. You know what I mean? And just, just to, just to, for what? It's, you know what? I bet it's not even that. I bet it's just like some false sense of like a civic duty. Like, oh, I have to, you know, every vote counts. And even though, I don't know, something like that. Some civic duty type shit. But, yeah, but if he voted, then it takes the other guys, you know, then he's yeah. he, he's he's a liar to the other guy, and that's worse. Yeah. I almost want to find somebody every year now just <laughs> who's going who's gonna to vote against me and just be like, come on, let's make a deal. The only thing is you can't trust people. Like, come on, let's just not vote. I know you, who you're voting for. You know who I, I'm going to vote for. We're not going to change each other's minds. Let's just stay home and enjoy our Tuesdays. I like it. I like it a lot. I like the, and the guy, the guy jumped right at it, too. As soon as the offer was made, he jumped right at it. Oh, man, it was like the best idea he's ever heard. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Great. I'm voting for Riemenhausen, whatever the fuck the guy's name was. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, uh, the line, uh, to me, I think I told you this between you and me, but I think the line of the show was when they this one at the kid were complaining about getting, or about banging the Italian model when he was 17. Yeah. Like, what would you do? What would your friends do if they were, if they were everybody's talking about you after having to have sex with Italian model. And he just goes, they would have named the school after me and walked away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. And got 400,000 for it. <laughs> <laughs> 400,000. 
hundred thousand. So where is she? <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, yes, succession. succession. Yes. A lot um, going on. Um, I don't <laughs> under, necessarily understand mm. all the the uh, the lingo. So bot- bottom line is Logan sold the company to this guy. Uh, well, it's not official yet, but he's in the process of it. The process of making it happen. He's exploring all that. Right. So I guess that's, you know, you know, having it all blow up could be, who knows? It's it's a fool's errand to speculate how they open the next season. could be anything. It could be right at that moment, right there in that room. Yes. Going right from there. Or it could be like a year later and the company's already sold or they can be, or it could be like a, a week or two later and they're in the midst of this battle. The kids trying to kind of regain some of that power they lost from their mother. As uh, so, I mean, it's a fool's errand. There's a million things that can go, and these people know what they're doing. Obviously, the people. The right and people. and why did the mother? How exactly did the mother sell them out? Well, she owns a stake in the company, right? Well, part of the divorce, part of their divorce, was that she would, or that he that that he gave the kids like that power to not let anything of like any um change of hands that control the company needed that super majority which means all right. the kids need to agree right and plus you know whatever board members um that was part of their divorce she took that away she uh, agreed that didn't matter that they uh that they, that was not no that was no longer needed now I what do you th- th- oh, go ahead oh we're gonna ask no, no no go ahead i was just gonna say what's in it for for her. Well, I think because that t- the guy that she was marrying really wanted Logan to be at the wedding, so I don't know what he wants from Logan, right? That's what I was going to say. Logan must be doing something for this guy. Right, right, right. Hooking um, him up with some contacts, right? right. Didn't he want to, to his contacts in the UK or something? Right. And, the, and, he, and, she, and she still gets her bread buttered by Logan, right? I mean, it's like – or not sexually, but like um, – <laughs> Like she still sees a lot of money and stuff because of Logan. I mean, oh, yeah. have, you might as well keep that business part of it amicable, which uh, everybody seems to understand, except for Logan's kids, that you got to take care of your business first before anything. Right. So you don't you don't feel bad for the kids at all, right? No, not at all. No, Jesus. No, no me neither. I, I was like appalled. I was like. I thought I thought Logan's move was like some of the best parenting I've seen in that show. Right. Go go make your own pile. Yeah, that was really it was really the best you can you can do as a parent. Is like, look, I made this. Um you got nobody here is fit for nobody here is fit for what I've created. You know, we're going to have this new company come in and you'll all be evaluated on merit and not because you have the last name Roy, which is how everybody else in the fucking universe lives. Uh, (laughs) um, And you'll make your way that way. And you know what? I think that was a mistake. I think they all made a huge mistake. Thinking thinking that they had any sort of right to head the company, especially with how he's been treating – any successor or any idea of a successor that's what i've said all along that he didn't give a shit who 
was going to take over for him. I don't think he had anybody in mind. He didn't have anybody handpicked. It was just that guy lives like day-to-day, minute-to-minute, how am I going to win today? You know, and he, th- he thinks forward. Don't get me wrong. He does. But it's, a, it's not about – he doesn't right. care, like, what happens after he's gone, I don't think. Well, that's probably true, yeah. Right, right. But he knows that you got to win every battle to, win, to keep winning the war. Right. Like, those battles matter to him. Like, there, there's no celebration if you win that battle. There's, it's just on to the next battle. What's the next thing we have to do? Right. Yankees win the World Series. Steinbrenner's already thinking about next year. Right. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, yeah, so that's and – that, and that's – I don't – no, I don't feel bad for his kids at all because, I mean, first of all, they're all shitheads. Yes. And, you know, yeah, I, I, I see this – I see this a lot with, like, politicians' kids – Oh, yeah. Who just – their job is just to be the son or daughter of a president or an ex-president or whoever. You know, and it's just like, are these people capable? Like, um, I don't know. Let's use Chelsea Clinton as an example. Could she have a job like being a uh, nurse or a teacher or something? Because, like, you go to Chelsea Clinton's Wikipedia page, like, what, what do you think she does for a living, if you had a guess? Um, I don't know. I, some sort of it's, – it's a word it's, – it's, it's, it's a job that you cannot apply for. <laughs> <laughs> She's – I mean, she works with, like, the Clinton Foundation and Clinton Global Initiative. She's like, got a seat on the board. <laughs> Right. Like it's, see, that's exactly – I didn't even know this going in, but that exactly proves my point. Like, these aren't real jobs. And I, and, I, and I wonder, like, are these people – are they able to have real jobs? Like, could – I don't even know if she could just be – what, are you going to be an English teacher in a high school and have Secret Service taking you to uh, and from yeah. work? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I guess that's uh, really the only, only, only option. Like, these kids of rich and powerful people – are so separated from reality. Yeah. It, it is yeah. it is insane. Like all of them, like I just said, they're all like some head of some foundation or whatever. It's not a real job. On a board, a consultant or something. I don't care how I don't care if their heart's in the right place. It's it's not a real job. It's not. And good for them. Whatever. They're they're doing just fine, I'm sure. They're they're living it up. But uh but that's also why I'm not going to feel bad for any of these shitheads when their daddy goes and does what's best for him either. Yeah. 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 To see, like, the, it, was, it was the bit players that knew the game. Like, the kids didn't know the game. It was the, it was the Toms and the Jerrys of the world that knew uh, that, they, that they really need to look out for themselves, that that was the only way – and and also that you just you you could not take on Logan. There's no use in taking taking him yeah. on. I mean, we sat here after episode one and we said Logan was going to come out on top. It's just, <laughs> I mean, eventually, uh, you know, the series goes for another couple seasons. Something will happen, whether it's him dying or you know, so, he'll end up going down one way or another, probably. But it wasn't going to be Kendall no. who took him down. Like, that's not happening. No, no. Um, I, yeah, I didn't know when they were all driving 
first of all, no better, <laughs> there's no better comfort than uh, your brother, after you confess a murder to your brother and he, just tell, he starts complaining about not getting his gin and tonic. That was the best, that's the best, com- best medicine right there. Laughter is the right. best medicine. Right, which is, I'm sure, exactly how that conversation would have actually went down if it was in real life. Like, if that had actually happened, like, it would probably be something along those lines of, like, joking around about how it took a while to get a drink at that wedding. Like, that's yeah. how, that, that's how like, unremorseful uh, these people are and just how, like, separated they are from the real world. Um, I have one for you. So he, he breaks down and he tells Shiv and Roman that. And they were like kind of pretending to care, but not because they're, they were more worried about the company probably. Right, right, right. Will that, now that the cat's out of the bag, and uh, you know, people other than Kendall and Logan know about this. Yeah. Will that be used at all as leverage in the future? by them if they're ever I know right now they're on the same team and they're like united but where does it end with this with that yeah that's a good question yeah that's a good question because that that could be used that could be used also to take down Logan because he covered it up that's a good point too yeah I don't know if they'd Um, go that route but yeah it's a good question I never thought about that angle like if I haven't thought about that angle yet but if uh those two having that information. I mean, I guess every, the more people that know that you killed somebody, the worse off you are. Yeah. Right. As soon as more than one person knows, it's usually a bad sign. Um, but I'm sure I'm just, I, we haven't heard the last of that storyline. I'm sure. No, no, it's been, obviously it was weighing on them for two seasons. Did you, and, did uh, you think, did you think that, you know, after the way, first of all, season one obviously had a great ending, which is the wedding when Kendall does kill the waiter indirectly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the season two finale had the big, you know, the episode when they're on the yacht and Kendall with the with the yeah, uh, press yeah. conference at the end. Going off the rail, yeah. At, you know, f- coming back off that momentum off of season two, mm-hmm. do you think there was that season three delivered a big enough payoff? Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought I thought they uh, see the the episode where um, at the shareholders meeting when Logan's having health issues. Yeah, it was, just a, it was that that to me like was as anxious of an hour of TV as you could have until yesterday. Yesterday, not like them kind of skipping over the whole thing with Kendall. You know, there he is. He's home. Um, you know, they kind of they talk about it briefly, and he's basically trying to get the hell out of there. And then, then I go right. Then he go. Then Logan goes in and sees uh, what's his name, um, the Swedish guy. Swedish. And then from there on, once uh, I mean, he tells you right there. He goes, "I noticed you didn't punch me in the nose." And then right then and there, you know. The, this has some legs like that. This is an option. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how it works for Logan. Exactly. I don't know how, the, how that's going to work out. And then he tells, then he tells uh, Roman to get out of there. And it's like, 
the rest of it is like, what the fuck is going on? Who knows what? Who's in? Right. You start to realize the kids don't know shit. Shiv's freaking out. Kendall's having his meltdown. And the anxiety, and then the kids kind of getting together, I thought it was built up perfectly, and it was a great payoff. And then Tom kind of bringing Greg in, who the fuck has ever looked, at you, looked after you in this family, which is crazy that it's him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's true, because nobody else really has. I mean, they got him a job, but uh, after, after that, it's been all Tom and his twisted way, looking after Greg. And uh, Is Greg a full-blown heel now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think taking on Greenpeace itself, that's uh And he gets one date. The guy gets one date and now he's going after duchesses. He's feeling himself. <laughs> he is feeling himself, that's for sure. Did you think Tom had it in him to kind of screw over his wife? Um No, I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't, and only because we have not seen him do anything except take a backseat to Shiv and kind of go along for the ride with her. Right. There was the one – well, there was the end of season two where he had the conversation with her on the beach about not being happy. Oh, okay. I don't really – oh, yeah, right. They kind of – they went on a little boat ride. Yeah. It's like I think about how unhappy I'd be without you, and then I wonder if it would be the – I don't know. I'm paraphrasing. Basically, I'd be miserable with or without you. And they kind of – it almost felt like that was the end of the marriage right then and there, and then they teased it a little bit this season, but they were kind of on good terms, but not – it's a weird relationship. But then this was like – this episode was where it was like, oh, Tom's looking out for himself here. Like Tom basically pledges allegiance to Logan said, I got you. I'll go to prison for you. I'll do whatever I got to do for this family. And at the end it pays off because whatever Logan's got cooking, Tom is, I think Tom's his right hand man. No, I think so. I think he's in. That's that's the way it looks like, right? Circle of trust. Yeah. And Tom had no, and maybe, and also some of it with Tom too. And he got tired of, you know, when, when Shiv was made president, People were kind of looking down on him because, you know, his wife is, uh, I don't know, maybe they're looking at her as like the breadwinner because, you know, she had a more, uh, you know, a higher status at the company. Obviously, she already does because she's Logan's kid, but mm. she's like a notch above Tom. And I think maybe Tom took that a little bit uh, to heart too. Um, but I think Tom, when it came down to it, he played the game better than any of the stupid kids did. False, he told sure. he told uh when he goes and meets Kendall at the diner and Kendall kind of tries to get in the jump ship and Tom tells him he's like I've never seen Logan get fucked. Yeah. He's like I can't like, I've never seen the guy lose and so Tom hitched his wagon to Logan. I mean that's probably the right move. Yeah. Just like everybody else. I mean just like everybody else who knew what they were doing. It was a really bad move for the kids, man. Really stupid move. You should just taking the deal. Like, what are you gonna like? They'll 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 be room for it. You're gonna have you're gonna make a living. Yeah. But you're not gonna be a fucking billionaire's kid anymore. I mean, you will be a billionaire's kid, but make your own fucking piles, right? Bingo. That's it. That is it. So, couple. Uh... Well, here's one. Um, Shiv. Does she go back? 
to uh, her political whatever the fuck? Is she going to work for the guy who's running against uh, the guy from Weeds? Mankin, is that his name? Uh, I don't the know. The fascist dude? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Because she hates that guy to begin with. Does she go and represent – or not represent, but does she go and campaign for the liberal candidate? I don't know. I, 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 I don't know because, uh, like I said, it really depends where they started off. I mean, if they start in that room, in that very room, like where it ended. Right. I mean, it's going to Well, take I don't know if it's going to be the first episode. I don't know if it's going to be the first episode where she's... Right, right, right. But, like, eventually... And are, him and, are her and Tom Dunzo, or is it just going to be a lot of tension? I don't know. It's, uh... Can they? Like, it looks kind of bad for him to move up and then them get divorced and... Yeah, but Logan, you know, Logan doesn't give a fuck, though. I don't think he gives yeah, a fuck. But, no, no, I don't think he gives a fuck, but they, but Tom and Shiv might. I think, I think a divorce could work. It's not like he's the president and it would look bad. Uh, he's just, he's just another rich asshole that gets, that got divorced. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think, I think it could work. That's true. Like, could we bring Steve Swindle back to run the Yankees? I mean, it's fucking worst divorce ever. <laughs> <laughs> Logan would have kept Steve Swindle around. <laughs> well, he knew it was best for the company. Yeah. So, uh, we're missing. Um, so it looks like Jerry and Frank and Carl, they all have a, a little bit of a future somewhat. Yep, right. Oh yeah. They're they're I mean, in, they're in the room. It's just the kids who got fucked, basically. Yeah. Well, they asked for it. They asked for it. They wanted to go in there, fucking guns blazing, and yeah. uh, they went in there with love. <laughs> like, what are Stupid. Are you kidding me? Like, it's not what this. That's not what this is. Yeah. Yep. Not great. Not a great decision. Yeah. yeah, so I don't, know, I don't know where they go from there. I guess, I guess the kids are just going to all kind of be somewhat united. But, uh, you know, this show, it's, it's all twists and turns. It's everybody backstabbing everybody. You don't know who's on whose side. Should be good. You could squeeze another season or two out of it. I thought I heard them say two. I think I heard Brian Cox say two more seasons, but I don't know if that's, if that's accurate or official or what. Yeah, all right. I'll sign up. I'll sign up for two more seasons. Well, all right. All right. Well, I got nothing else. I got nothing. Beautiful. All right, man. That's it. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening to Sunday Poor. We'll be back here on Thursday, game of the week and a movie. Um, we'll do real quick and post show movie, but uh I don't know what we're going to do. We'll figure it out. Um, but again, thanks for spending the time with us. We'll be back on Thursday. Yeah? yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And we will see you later on in the week. Yeah, I completely forgot to think about what movie to do for next week. Other than the Kirk Cameron one, of course. <laughs> Saving Christmas. Uh... 
want to go the, if you want to go the more traditional route, we could do Home Alone. We didn't do Home Alone last year. Okay. I don't think so. No. We what are the traditional ones that we did last year? Christmas Vacation. No, nah, we didn't do Christmas Vacation. We, we did Die Hard, Gremlins. Die Hard and Gremlins is all I remember. Oh, Bad Santa. Oh, right. Diner. That was a New Year's movie. Uh, there's probably one more in there. I think we did four. I remember. Mm. All right, I can do a little Home Alone. Yeah, why not? All right, that works. There you go. Beautiful. I think I've already watched it once this season, so perfect. Prepared. I have, I have a lot to say about the McAllisters. All good stuff, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. We'll get this out and we'll talk All to right. you. All right. This game's over. All right. Yeah. Later. Yeah.